So the Dow Jones has dropped over a thousand points, making it the biggest drop in wait for it the last two years. People are freaking out. I mean, there's an epidemic going on. People are dying. In China, they're saying that they're covering up the information and the markets are reacting in a way that we haven't seen in two years. 3.5% drop is no joke. That's one day. And when we look at the charts, it seems that all of these amazing gains that we've got from the first months of 2020 have pretty much just vanished. So as a savvy investor, what do we the flight crew think about this market situation? Well, because we're all a little sadistic on the inside, right? We hear coronavirus. We hear stocks selling off, we hear recession talks, then what we really hear is buy. As the great Warren Buffett said, be fearful when others are greedy and be oh so greedy when others are fearful. It's really an epidemic and the coronavirus is in one aspect creating this downward snowball effect of the market dropping further and further. However, we know that a lot of people are predicting a market recession in the first place. So while we have this cool little balancing act of going on, of thinking the coronavirus, that's not really, you know, an economy shock. That's not something like crazy, like oil, like a, like a shortage of oil being created in the economy. That's not really affecting production as much. It seems very temporary. At the same time, the economy is in this weird space Base where globally something could happen like the coronavirus that starts the onslaught of other things knocking down the economy. All of a sudden, the coronavirus starts, production for a lot of factories stop. All of a sudden, the banks, you know, they have all these credit loans that they have that they're given out, and you know, the companies aren't you know, renewing their whatever their credit leases as much, and the banks have to default some of their loans, and all of a sudden it spurs on and spurs on. It's how things are connected. So in my opinion, do I think that the coronavirus is going to start an overall economic recession? And do I think it's a good time to buy? Well, flight crew, it really depends on what is your trading strategy. So I'll share with you mine. So overall, I've had around 30% cash right now, and the market or the NASDAQ has dropped around 7%. I believe the S&P 500 is down overall from the, the recent high, it's down like five to 7% as well. And for me, this screams buy to me. However, I'd be buying if the market went up or down. I'm doing a price buying strategy called, I, I believe it's called averaging down or just price averaging, where every week or every two weeks, I'm buying regardless of what the market is. Now, the way that I buy, depending on if the market goes down or up, actually changes. If the market's continually to go on um, higher highs and make higher highs, the things that I start to buy at that point are more things like gold, um, healthcare, real estate, I'm really into that, bonds, all of these things don't necessarily drop as much if the market falls. However, when I see the market start to drop 5%, 10%, 20%, when we're on pace for like recession type numbers, that's when equities start to get really interesting. So 
recently I have made a purchase. I've probably purchased like that 30% cash I had. I probably used around 5% of it and I've bought a bunch of stocks, but I'll show you some of the stocks that I've bought today. And maybe, you know, you might be interested in them as well. So the first one I bought was a pretty safe stock, a pretty well-known stock. Uh, you, if you know the NASDAQ, you'll know this one. It's nothing special. It is literally just the QQQ index. This is an index fund that tracks the NASDAQ. So if the NASDAQ goes up 30, 40, 50% in a year, if it goes up 10, 20, 15% in a year, or if it goes down 20% in the year, you can relatively expect that same return. It's a great little ETF, nicely diversified, great addition to your portfolio. And since the market dropped, I'm like, well, you know what? Might as well buy the NASDAQ, take advantage of it and get those delicious returns. Now, this one I would rate um, on, the, on the scale of low risk, mid risk and high risk. I wouldn't rate this one as a mid risk investment. That's because the market could honestly drop 10, 20 percent. So mid risk, be prepared to hold this for the next one year or three years, depending on, you know, what your investment profile is like mid risk. You might have to hold it for a long time. Um, these, by the way, all these stocks that I'm going to name are more just higher risk in nature type of stocks. Um, that's because equity in general, especially at this point of the you know economic trend or the economic cycle, equities are in more higher risk because we're more at the top end of like you know the market going to all time highs, and we haven't had a recession in so long that who knows how far the market could really go down. The next stock that I really like. Again, I talked to you guys about um, healthcare REITs, real estate investment trusts. Uh, I really like these because, of course, when you think about, you know, your grandpa or grandma, when they're in a building, when they're in a senior home, um, they're honestly going to be there for a while. And even if the market drops, people don't want to move their grandparents out of these places because it's so good for their health to be there. They like their nurses. They like their friends there. You don't want to move your grandparent or mom out of there. So this company that I like is called Ventus. Ticker is VTR. And Ventus is a real estate investment trust that invests primarily in real estate in the United States. The company acquires, develops, leases, disposes, and manages healthcare real estate. A pretty good company. good company market cap a beautiful 25 billion and recently before it took a little hit um if you go to the chart you'll see around 2019 of october um october 2019 it was at 72 dollars and it dropped rapidly to 55 dollars and it's been slowly building up from then so this is basically a play basically just on technical analysis uh, with a drop like that, I expect it just to keep rising. And through these times when, you know, uh, the index, the S&P index falls, I expect a company like this to keep doing well. Another company that I like through this time, I've mentioned them time and time before in my other videos. Um, by the way, VTR, I would also rate a mid-risk company just because it dropped recently. So, of course, it could keep going down, but I like it in a recession type scenario. Another company that I um, like a lot, and this one is going to get dest absolutely destroyed by coronavirus news. Uh, this has to be the company of, wait for it, 
wait for it. Definitely has to be the company of Carnival Corp. This now this is a cruise liner. If you ever taken Carnival cruise ships, you know what I'm talking about. The reason I like this company is because it's obviously going to be the number one vacationing company in the world from time to time to come. It's really hard to get into cruise ships. You can't just come, go and enter this market. You can't just buy a two billion dollar ship and start you know cruise lining around the world. So they have that nice little economic moat there, and I also love it because it plays a high dividend and. Travel companies are going to be hit the most by the coronavirus. So if I'm an investor and I think that the coronavirus is going to be something temporary, maybe it's in the news for the next month or two months, I see travel companies as a great opportunity to really capitalize when the market returns back to normal and they'll have a big bounce back. And the last company... Um, Carnival, I would rate high risk just because you never know with a company like that how long the stock might be depressed. And you might have to hold this one for three to seven years, to be honest. Um, It might get just dismantled between the coronavirus and between an upcoming recession. But with higher risk comes high profits. You're getting a nice 5% dividend. You could hold this for a long time. And when it goes back, I believe in seven years, your expected return can be anywhere from 12 to 15% just from holding it through any sort of downturns. I don't think this is a company that's anywhere close to going out of business. And the last company I'll name, this one's probably uh, maybe a little controversial. Who knows? Um, This is Microsoft. Now, the reason I put Microsoft here is just because, honestly, I just wanted to own this company. (laughs) there's no big deep analysis microsoft is a company that just hasn't taken a dip in a long time it was at a high of 188 that's february 10th and now it's at 170 if we do some quick math let's do 188 divided by 170 that's a drop of 10 and a half percent for microsoft now In Microsoft's history, it doesn't drop a lot. It's actually consistently gone up through the past year. It's one of those companies that went up like 80%. uh, Crazy, right? Just crazy return, 60 to 80%. And the reason I like Microsoft is for one thing and one thing only, LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is such a steal of a company. I think LinkedIn is going to be as big as Facebook one day. And the reason is that if you've been on LinkedIn lately, you'll notice that a lot of these people on there are posting more than just work pictures. Some people post vacations. Some people post different sort of events that they go to. Of course, there's a little professional tint on everything, but I can see it starting to cross over, especially with the video content on the platform. It's starting to cross over more from just professional to being a professional and lifestyle type of network. And of course, they have the grip and lock and key on the professional type networks. So you're going to see advertisers starting to hoard money on LinkedIn because when it comes to B2B marketing, if you're trying to reach a CEO of a certain company, it's kind of hard to beat LinkedIn. You know, right after Facebook's investing uh, Facebook's marketing products that it allows you to really t- track down and target people you want to target. When it comes down to targeting employees of a certain company, I mean, LinkedIn is just top tier, man. 
So those are my four different stocks that I would invest in. By the way, Microsoft, I would say, is mid-risk to high-risk. The only reason I say that it's um, a high-risk company is because the company's been doing so good in the last year, it might be a little overvalued. You know, PE of 29, that's above basically what you want from the market. Uh, really high PE, really big company. For a company like that, that's a trillion dollar market cap company, it needs to generate a lot of money to grow. So, of course, you know, a company that big, you're like, how do they keep expanding and growing as a company? Um, a smaller company can offer you more returns. However, I believe in Microsoft with a product like LinkedIn. I basically feel like this is a successful company on the backs of Windows operating system that still has crazy products that it owns that it can grow. So those are my four companies. Uh, let me know what you how you guys are planning to invest in a recession. Basically, each time the market drops a certain percentage, I'm going to drop a certain percentage of my cash reserves. So when the market drops around 10%, I don't mind dropping down from like 30% cash to like 20% cash. If the market drops by 20%, I don't mind dropping down to like 10% cash. And if the market drops 30%, I'm going down to zero. If the market keeps going from, you know, down, it drops further from 30% all the way down to 50 or something. At that point, I'm selling bonds, I'm selling gold, and I'm buying all the equities that I can. I am like full maxing my portfolio because that's straight up recession at that point. And at that point, I'm just going to keep on buying different stocks in the companies that I like. Anyways, thanks for rocking with me. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Make sure if you like this video to leave a five-star review on iTunes. Of course, that is how the podcast grows. Honestly, you can say anything or you can just click the stars either or it really helps the podcast grow. And of course, Flight Crew, we have to take off.